Could you borrow my pearl earrings? Her mother's voice floated down the stairs. Anna turned her attention back to her book, not answering. She hadn't borrowed them, hadn't even seen them since the last time her mother wore them, sometime in the fall. But of course, her mother wouldn't believe her, no matter what she said. So it was better not to say anything at all. Never mind, her mother called down. I found them. Anna sighed, hearing footsteps on the stairs. Her mother and stepfather were going to a Christmas party at her stepfather's office. She couldn't wait for them to leave. She had half her book left to read, microwave popcorn waiting on the counter, and the number to Little Caesars memorized. She was set. Hey, girly. Her stepfather's voice interrupted her, and she looked at him, pushing her glasses up her nose so she could see him better. Her BFF, Lisbeth, was also going on and on about how freaking hot her stepfather was, and she wasn't wrong. Andrew Ross was a fine specimen of a man, tall and lean, dark hair and bright blue eyes. He always wore a suit to work, although on the weekends he put on jeans and cooked pancakes in his bare feet, and the sight of him standing at the stove sometime made her stomach do slow, sensuous flips. Hey. She returned his greeting, watching him pour a drink at the bar separating the living room and the kitchen. Starting early. Gotta keep myself occupied while your mother finishes up. He grimaced as he swallowed the amber-colored liquid. Anna snorted, turning to her book again. You could be drunk by then. What you reading, girly? Drew inquired, coming over to the couch and sitting beside her. Propping his feet up on the coffee table, even though he'd technically been her stepfather for five years, she only called him Dad when her mother was around, and he was fine with that. He said he didn't mind her calling him by his first name, and so when they were alone, she often did. Pride and Prejudice It was one of her all-time favorites. She shifted on the sofa, feeling his hand move under the blanket, squeezing her foot. It was a sweet, familiar gesture. There was nothing sexual about it, really, but she felt her heart rate increase. Didn't you read that one already? Drew tugged her bare foot out from under the covers, resting it in his lap, massaging gently. Several times. She was turned toward him now, and she poked her other foot out from under the blanket so he could give it equal attention. Bookworm, he teased, switching to her other foot. Lifting it, he inspected her pink-painted toenails. Cute. Like little bits of candy. Thanks. Anna settled back against the arm of the sofa, sighing softly as he massaged the sole of her foot. The other was resting in his lap. It's called Aphrodite's Pink Nighty. He raised an eyebrow and smirked. I guess it has to be someone's job to make up nail polish flavors. It's colors, not flavors. She shifted on the sofa, her book forgotten watching him inspect her toes. I know, he agreed. He was enthralled, and she shivered at the way his hand moved up to her calf a little. But they look good enough to eat. Om nom 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 nom. She wiggled the foot still sitting in his lap, trying to make it seem casual, stretching and fake yawning as she did so, and discovered something delightful. Drew had an erection, a very large erection, he gasped, dropping her other foot. 
Anna. What? She smirked. I'm just getting comfortable. I think I hear your mother. Drew stood, going again to the bar to pour himself another drink. Anna curled back up with her book, but she left her toes uncovered. Ugh, reading again? Her mother appeared at the bottom of the stairs, hair pulled up, pearls at her throat. It had better be a school book. At least she's reading. Drew poured himself another shot. Anna's mother scoffed. Did you see her grades? I don't know how she's going to graduate, and I'm not paying for summer school. It's not a big deal. Obviously you don't think so. Anna rolled her eyes, waiting for what was coming next, and she knew, of course, it was coming. Her mother wouldn't let an opportunity slip by. She turned to Anna, wagging a finger at her like she was still an eight-year-old.